In keeping with our theme, I shall comfort as gold. I would like to take your Bibles and turn to Job chapter 23 and reading verses 10, 11, and 12, passage that was read earlier for the scripture reading. And uh, we're going to turn back there and we will look at verses 10, 11, and 12. Shall we all stand as we honor God by the reading of his word? Job chapter 10, or chapter 23, verse 10. He knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me, I shall comfort as gold. My foot hath held his steps. His way have I kept and not declined. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. I have esteemed the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. Father, we ask your blessings upon the reading of your word. Now we ask your blessings upon the preaching of the word and the grant of fresh anointing for today's task. Please add to this message that which is necessary to make it complete for this occasion. And take away from my very thoughts those things which are not necessary for this time. Father, speak to some heart. Pray for those who are being tried, dear Lord God, beyond measure. Pray that they'll stay faithful. And see your hand and your will and your way at work. For with you, all things are possible. Oh God, save some lost soul today. Restore some backslider. Keep the faithful faithful. These mercies we ask to Christ, O oh Lord. Amen. You may be seated. I shall come forth as gold. Our subject, coming forth as gold. It is said that no one enjoys trials for the, or from the human side only. Because it goes against our flesh and our nature. It is only when you discover that God permits what you experience so that you may come forth as gold. As we look at Job, we shall observe the attitude he had towards his trials. Perhaps some of you can identify with some of the things that he said and uh, some of the things that he was going through. Throughout the book of Job, there are many comforting sayings which all of us can benefit from as we journey through this life. Now, Job was a blameless and upright man who had experienced great losses in life, in every area of his life. He went through a terrible trial for about nine months. 
the end of the story tells us that Job was rewarded with double for his trouble. Job said at the end of this trying time that he shall come forth as gold because he knew that he did not do anything to deserve the injustice that he suffered. He also understood that God's plan for his life could not be stopped. When God gives you a promise, it will come to pass no matter what happened. As we understand it, Job was a very successful and wealthy man. And he was upright in the sight of God. The devil did not like him for it. So he set out to destroy him. Satan asked the Lord for permission to go after Job. And it was granted. So I want to warn you. If you are successful in life, Satan and his gang will come after you to destroy you. As night followed day, it's going to happen, I warn you. In the course of time, Job lost everything. But he kept on trusting God. And it must be kept in mind that he did not know what was going on behind the scenes. Things got so bad that his wife suggested that he might as well curse God and die. But he refused. Even his close friends turned on him. But he remained faithful. Again, I warn you, it will happen to you. Job was confident that God, when he, was trying, when he was trying him, that he will come forth as gold. He held to the idea that his troubles came from God, not realizing that Satan was the one who was behind it. To some extent, it was true that the trials came from God because God allowed it. God may not be the direct agent, agent behind your trials, but he allows people to do that to you so that you could go through the fiery furnace and through the situation to see how you are going to react to the situation. There is great comfort even just in the fact to know that God will always make a way of escape from your challenges and your difficulties and your trials. He is the all-seeing, all-knowing God, totally aware 
of what you are going through. Take comfort in that. Nothing whatsoever happened in the world without God knowing about it. Listen to Ephesians chapter 1, verses 11 to 13. You may turn to it. Ephesians chapter 1, beginning with verse 11, on to verse 13. In God, we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things, after the counsel of his own will. Ephesians 1, 11, verse 12. That we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ. Verse 13. Whom he also trusted after that, he heard the word of faith, of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that he believed, he was sealed with that holy spirit of promise. God has promised. It is sealed. And no circumstances and situation can change what God has in store for you. He knows our frame and our weaknesses. Our advocate, the Lord Jesus Christ, was tempted in all points like as we are, yet without sin. He knows what is happening. And he makes intercession for us. The truth is, everybody likes gold. And the truth be told, just about everybody here have on something in gold. Even though it is genuine costume gold. <laughs> or it is gold plated. The truth be told, most married people here have on a ring with some gold in it. Precious gold. We love gold, don't we? But I am not sure if you understand that before you enjoy that finished product, it must go through a refining process which is gruesome. If gold had the ability to cry, it will cry out. We are told that if you see gold that is not processed, you would not even know it's gold. And so if you want to comfort us gold, you will have to go through the refining process which most people don't like. It involves going through the fire. Gold cannot be refined unless it goes through the fire. There is no way around it. And there is no shortcut to it. This is why people say that the Christian life is too hard. 
So many people run away from the Christian life because they are aware of the fact that you will be going through the fire. Tonight, we will be looking at the three Hebrew boys. Shadrach, Meshach, and a bad Negro. <clears throat> well, Abednego, Abednego. <laughs> See, one of those boys was a bad Negro, but he came a good Negro. But, um, you know. <clears throat> they did not bow. They did not bend. And they did not burn. So you have the three points there. So come back and we're going to look at that. All right, tonight we'll deal with that. But I want to tell you, when you go through the fire, you will not burn because you have God with you. Amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you are saved and you have not gone through the fire as yet, perhaps... It's because you have not been saved for a very long time. But prepare yourself. Or perhaps you are saved for a long time. And perhaps you have not gone through the fire because you've been running away from the fire. Because you know that you are just costume gold and it's going to burn up. <laughs> Are you genuine gold or it's costume gold? Genuine costume gold. You got to be careful, you know. Got to look alike. But when it goes through the fire, if it is not genuine, man, it's going to disappear. For the good of those of you who are writing, here are a few points that I want to leave with you. Number one. You shall come forth as gold only after going through the fire. You shall come forth as gold only after going through the fire. The process will make you better, not bitter. A lot of people profess and proclaim to be Christians and they get bitter when they go through the fire. There is no way around it. If you look at 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 7 onto verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 1 Verse 7. The trial of your faith is much more precious than gold that perisheth. Amen? Amen. Amen. Gold is precious. It's a precious commodity. Some people save their wealth in gold because the price of it goes up. If you want to think about that, one thing that, that goes up and don't come down, you go ahead, think about gold. It goes up and up. Though it be tried with fire, it is not going to go to ashes. Might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Verse 8. 
whom having not seen, ye love, in whom, though now for a season, don't know, ye not see him, or see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice, and joy with joy unspeakable and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your soul. Verse 10, of which salvation the prophets inquired about and searched after diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you. And here it was, people who did not have that grace and privilege that we're having sought after it and searched for it diligently. And here people are running away from it. Not realizing that this is something precious. Who run away from gold? People offering you gold and everybody want to have something in gold. And even that it's not genuine gold, but it's gold looking. Gold plated, you sometimes say, right? Because it is precious. But you will not come forth as gold unless and until you go to the fiery trials. And I promise you that you will not be burnt up. It may burn you, but you're not going to be burnt up. It's just the process. Number two. You shall come forth as gold if you surrender your will to the refiner. Who told you all to sing that song this morning? I surrender. Prepare yourself to come back in just a few minutes. To sing that song for the invitation. Oh, it just thrilled my heart when I heard that song. And You know, as I was preparing this, I don't have anything to do with the music. I have absolutely nothing to do with the music. The pastor arranged the music with the choir. And when I was preparing this, I said, if I had anything to do with the music, I would ask the choir to sing that song, I Surrender. And lo and behold, when I got the out of service and saw that song, I said, boy, this is God's divine will and plan. And when the choir sang it, you know, it just stirred my heart and said, this has to be the song for the invitation. I surrender. You see how God works? Brethren, you see this process that we're going through here? This is a setback. But it's just a setup for a comeback. Something big is about to happen. And, and this confirms what I've been thinking. That God is working through this. That here I was when I was preparing this. And I came to this particular point. Where it says, you can only come forth as gold if you surrender to the will of the refiner. James chapter 1, verses 2 to 4. Verses 2 and 3 and 4. Look at it. James chapter 1. And when I saw that, and this morning I realized that you're going to sing that song. I said, this is the perfect will and plan of God. This is divine providence. You can't doubt that. Hey, I'm speaking the truth. The pastor is the one who arranged this, and he's not here. And God led him to do this song. And here I was preparing this message. He's the one who prepared this theme. I did not. And I just complying and going along with the theme. 
And this just gives me goosebumps, really, brethren. And if you don't, you well probably need to surrender yourself to God. Uh, James chapter 1, verses 2, 3, and 4. My brethren, count it partly joy. Amen? <laughs> count it all joy. All. You remember last time we talked about the joy that nobody could take away from you? People could take away happiness for a little while, but they can't take away your joy. Joy is that deep, settled peace down there. Happiness comes because of some event or something. You're happy somebody gives you some money, but that doesn't really bring you joy. And when they ask back for the money, um, you know, <laughs> well, let's move on here. You take away your joy and you give him back. Here, take it back. Your joy gone, eh? I'm sorry, your, your, your happiness gone, but your joy is there. They can't take away your joy. They can't steal your joy. Count it, eh? L, L, joy. When you go through the fire, amen, amen, count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptation, different temptations, you will test things. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith work at patience. Let patience have a perfect work that he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. Amen. It leads us to point number three. You shall comfort as gold after the dross has burnt away. Look again at verse four. There is no quick fix in this business of becoming like gold. It takes time for the fire to heat up. It takes time for that ugly gold to melt so that the dross could be burnt away and then the pure gold come forth. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. There is no quick fix to be coming forth, to come forth like gold. And number four, finally, you shall comfort as gold after being purified. Amen. Only then and then only shall you be able to shine forth gold before it is purified does not shine. It is ugly looking. It comes out of the rock and it has to be taken and go through the process. So that all the just burn away and then come forth that fine gold that you wear. And that is why it is so expensive because of the difficulty of getting it where it is when it is purified and that it is rare. Gold is not found any in any place. And may I say to you, it is also limited in the world. And that's why it's so expensive. And brethren, real genuine Christianity is real in this world. There are three passages I would like to leave with you as I close. First of all, Daniel 12 and verse 3, if you could find it. Daniel 12 and verse 3 says, And they that be wise 
shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Brethren, the righteous may not be shining right now because the world threw all kind of dross on them. But don't you worry. They shall, they that be wise and follow the leadership of God and get like Job and be upright in your heart and do that which is right. They shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. You remember when Moses, as we studied this morning in our Sunday school class, when Moses went up to be with God in the presence of God, guess what? Moses came back and his face was shining and he did not know. Moses saw the people running away from him. Moses asked, what happened? They said, Moses, Moses, we cannot look at you. Your face is shining. Moses had to get a veil and put the veil over his face because his skin was shining like the sun. Dear any of you, go out there and look up at the dike, look up at the sun. You can't. Moses' face was shining because Moses was in the presence of God. You notice how people are running away from the presence of God. You notice how people don't want to be in church. They don't want to associate with people, church people. They don't want to have anything to do with religion, they call it. Brethren, there is where you're going to shine. When we meet individually for devotion, when you come out, your face shine and you don't even know it. When you come to church, brethren, for corporate worship, we come here to meet with God. When you get out of here, you should be shining. You should never be leaving here angry because of anything that was said or somebody anger you. And uh, sometimes people say, um, listen, you move out of, that's my seat. And the person wouldn't move and you want to have a fight. You don't have any seat. You didn't buy any pews here. There are lots of seats always up at the front. And if somebody's sitting at the back where you used to sit, you don't dare go and tell the person, that's my seat. It ain't yours. You didn't pay for it. These pews belong to Shiloh and the people who paid for them. And I'd like to invite some of you to come up here. And here we have an empty pew here. I'd like to pay one of you a dollar to come up and sit on that seat. I hate to see an empty seat. Be honest with you. And some of you in the back, I'd like to give you 25 cents if you'll come up and sit to the front. <laughs> Ever so often, the church look like a bad haircut. <laughs> we are bald head and, you know, some here at the back. <laughs> and I hate to see the church look like Slim's mouth, you know, Teeth scattered all over the place. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and people come in and wonder, Wait, these, these people don't love each other? Why are they scattered all over the place? Anyway, that's a light moment. But brethren, enjoy being in the presence of God. Amen? Amen. Have your private worship place where you meet with God. Moses met with God. Moses spent time with God. 
Doesn't that excite you? And Moses came back with his face shining. You come to church and leave here and you go out there and you're frowning because of something the pastor said or something somebody said and you didn't like something and you go out huffing and puffing. And you look angry. Your face really shining? If you want your face to shine, man, you enjoy the presence of God, enjoy the word of God, and enjoy the worship, and enjoy the songs and the music. You live with the spirit of God deep down in your soul. Scripture number two. Proverbs chapter four and verse 18. You should know that by now. But the path of the just is as the shining light, amen, that shineth more and more unto the perfect day, amen, amen. The path of the Christian, the path of the people of God should be a shining light that shineth more and more unto that perfect day. And finally, Matthew 5 and verse 16. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Your light could only shine. Gold will only shine when it's purified. And guess what? Every now and then, ever so often, well, maybe not very often, but now and then, that gold ring has to be taken back to the jeweler and ask him to polish it because it gets a little dull. And so it is that if you're going to shine as gold, brethren, you're going to shine the light. Now and again, he needs a little polishing. And that is why the Lord allows you to go through some trials to polish you. Sometimes the Lord allows the trials to come out to us to teach us valuable lessons. Sometimes the trials are going to make you tender. And sometimes the trials are going to toughen you up. Just like the gold, when the gold is melted, the gold becomes like liquid, soft and tender. But then after it cooled off, it became or it becomes. Hard. Solid gold. Amen. Amen. Brethren, I said this to you. The trials will soften you, make you tender, a loving person. And the trials will toughen you so that you could have tough convictions. And you develop a spine like steel to stand up against sin and ungodliness. When people try to get you, to sway you. Decide I will not bend. I will not bow. I will not move. And then when it comes to being loving, you'll be tender in your love. When God allows these things to be so, for the purpose for you to be as gold and so that you can live a wonderful life. Nothing, nothing could destroy you because God 
has a purpose for me.